The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Good evening, Boston. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom, and the name of the show is From the Trenches, Observation from the Trenches. And you're listening to WBCA 102.9. Again, you're listening to WBCA 102.9. And again, what I try to do is speak about things I see out here, you know, in, in the community. Things that are not faring well, not going well. But also, hopefully, to offer some insight, or we must think about doing things differently. And again, let me start by a disclaimer. Although I have interest and focus on my group, ADOS, American Descendants of Slaves, I have no grievance, no grievance with no group. I'm not against anybody. I got no bones to pick with anybody. But nobody deserves more support than us because by all the statistics, by all the economists, America-born blacks now a, a permanent underclass. And most are already there. Don't be deceived by the athletes and entertainers. They're very, very, very few in numbers. Since King was murdered, we have totally, totally got up our square. We fight for everybody but ourselves, and the results show that. And the reason why I speak to my group is real simple. We've been over 40 years fighting this fight against the spirit of white racism. And we have given the most to America, yet got nothing back in return. We fought in every war she ever had, including the war for independence, only to be put back in shackles. We are the most law and devoted of all the people here. Yes, indeed. Yet, we still get nothing. So today I want to talk about justice. Just, just throw it out there, justice. And also, to give you some food to think about, the cost of incarceration is absolutely staggering. When you hear a man getting 15, 20, 30 years, what I would suggest you do, go to your, you know, uh, internet and just look at the cost in your state. And in Massachusetts, when I had an interview with Dan, uh, D.A. Rollins, she said that the cost was $60,000, 60 grand. Just do the math. 10 years is $600,000 for one person. For one person now. 20 years is $1.2 million for one person. One person. And judges be giving out time like there's no tomorrow. They all need to be what disbarred because they're doing nothing. And the really sad, ironic part about this here, it doesn't prevent anything. And you know, think about this here, neighbor. They say we live in the most wealthiest country in the world. And that's true. But why are so many people around here, right, messing up? Why are so many folks around here, right, involved in criminal behavior? Why are so many people around here, right, mentally ill? What is happening in the water in America that so many people, right, just out of order, out of order? And all they can do is offer to lock them up by, you know, get tough on crime. Well, if that was happening, I'd be all for that. If that was really doing the job, I'd be for that. But heck, we got people in this country own more guns than people. Scared as all be darned. And the reason I believe it is, think of this here. 
We are fed a toxic dose of human nature every day on the news. Think about what you see on there. Somebody got hurt. Somebody got beat down. Somebody got shot. Somebody got stabbed. Some child got molested. Some house blew up. Some house burnt down. Somebody went over a bridge. All right? All you see, right, is toxic human behavior. And we have become a paranoid nation. You got people right here still got more guns, right, and they're still scared. And they're killing black people with immunity. Why? Because it's always been that way. The young man that you saw in, on the T in New York, that man was murdered. And the way they're trying to frame it, oh, thank God somebody was there to defend the rest of the people. Oh, thank God. This 24-year-old Army sergeant, what he is, Marine guy, whatever, White folks then raised over $2 million in this self-defense fund. Now, look how they frame when they go out and create their murder. Justified homicide. He did a favor for the community, for humanity. Come on now. The officer who killed this young man, black man, about a couple years ago, female officer, I think somewhere out there in Minnesota, somewhere out there, right? The judge only want to give her 18, 18 months. 18 months. And they trying to reduce that. When a black man go out and murder somebody, harm somebody, right, in his prime, 20s and 30s, he getting 20, 30, 40 years. And when you do the math, the cost, what I recommend you also do, in your state, right, just in this city, you can go to any uh, 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 platform and find out, what is the average cost of incarceration in your state? I just want to run by some numbers for you. And this city data was taken in 2015, Okay. For example, in Alabama, right, $14,000. This is in 2015 now. I'm sure it's more now. Arizona, $25,000. Arkansas, $20,000. California, $64,000. Just for one person. Just for one person. Now, think about it. One person, he's just giving folks 10, 15, 20 years for one person. That's $64,000 a pop. Connecticut, $62,000. $62,000 in 2015. Okay, Florida, 19000 okay? Illinois, 33000 And Maryland, 44000 Massachusetts in 2015 was $55,000 for one person. And so I'm just saying, they're talking about a victim statement. Now, we're the victim. We are the victim. We're paying these large sums, right, to incarcerate, right, for so-called justice, and it does nothing to reduce the future flow of would-be criminals or, or you know, would-be would be lawbreakers. And so here we are, right, that you're paying big money, right, and what the research has shown, the biggest benefit to this whole mass incarceration is employment, putting people to work on folks who are misbehaving. And they make sure to make sure they're keeping these ghettos, these slums, right, they know you got no skills. They, they know the kind of, kind of homes you come out of, the kind of parenting that you, you ever see. They know that. They know the kind of schools that you have attended. Okay? South South, 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 South of Chicago. Well, they created that environment through, through, racism, through racial zoning. And they maintain that crap. And in my belief, white folks ain't never cared about black folks killing themselves. 
That's just what, to really promote law and order. We need more law and order. And what's really so ironic, neighbor, they don't even live there. The folks are hollering for law and order, right? Why are we showing somebody get beat down, knocked down, cut up, or shot up, right? Don't even live there. But you, right, are a dictating solution instead of people who live there. Same here. You say, well, Roxbury, Mellipan, Dutchess, you know, high crime rate. But you don't live here. You don't live here. And so, but you're going to determine our solution. And I think it's time for them to really take a close look at what goes on these homes. In the beginning was the house. Everything flows from, from the home. The caliber of parenting, nurturing, security, right? Needs being met. Disciplining. Having the future, believing in the future. All starts in the house. All starts in the house. And when you go to some of these, 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 these platforms, right? You look at a lot of our women and, 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 our, and our young folks, right? It's like women are just, they become what I call modern day prostitution. They're for sale. They're for sale. How much money you got? Can you, can, can you do my nails, do my hair, pay my rent, pay my car note? That's prostitution in my, in my mind. Never about can we make it together? Can we thrive together? You know, can we rise together? Because keep in mind, if you are a member of the Adels, Adels community, America, American Center of Slaves, remember, we were robbed of wealth, meaning that most of our homes, right, that there was no wealth in there, which meant you got no inheritance when you left home. There was nothing to give you to get started with, nothing. So if you don't understand the importance, right, of acquiring high-income essential skills, you have not been properly raised right in this country. If you are a member of Edos, you have not been properly raised in America because you started out with zero wealth in your home, which meant you got no inheritance when you got started, which meant now you're at ground zero. If you try to just get a job, make it 18 bucks an hour, whatever, you're not going to do well. Matter of fact, you cannot even afford the, the apartment, all right? Let me give you an example of wealth. And again, I'm not here, right, to... Uh, demonized uh, Joe Kennedy. When Joe Kennedy was running against Ed Markey for senator a few years back, you might recall, one of, one of the most startling things that, that I heard, right, when Ed Markey asked young Joe, Joe, show me your taxes. Okay. Joe said, no problem. So Joe and his wife was making a combined income of over $300,000. Anybody listening? That's, that's, that's high income. $300,000 he's, he's making, okay? So that's a pretty good lie. Pretty good, pretty good something to live off of. But the most interesting thing that, that stuck in my mind, of the 480-some-odd United States Congress people in there, right, young Joe was ranked number 26 when it came to wealth. Anybody listening? Number 26 when it came to wealth. That's all inheritance. That's all inheritance. That a Joe and Rose Kennedy, right, started, he passed down to their sons, and they passed down to what? Their children. There's a book in Proverbs that says, that a father is supposed to leave an inheritance inheritance to his children children. Anybody listening? A father is supposed to leave an inheritance to his children children. What Joe Kennedy and Rose Kennedy did, they left an inheritance to their children children. So young Joe Kennedy's ranked number 26 as far as wealth of all the 480, I think about 480 there, right? He's a young cat. Not demonizes Kennedy. Not, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not against wealth, okay? Let me tell you, I'm not, I'm not against that at all. But the point I want to bring up to my community, Ados, 
You start out right with no inheritance, which means you start with you start with no no inheritance. Why you got no wealth? So if you're out there doing silly things like crime, okay, selling drugs, right, robbing, carjacking, you gonna get thirty, forty years. Because why? You gonna have a gun for the most part, and they try to pinch, pinch is what called a menace to society. And we going to spend all this money to lock you behind up, right, for the next 23 years in your prime. When you come out of prison, or if you make it out, right, you decrepit. You got no skills, all right? You can't do nothing. You got no housing. And you might have a quarry, depending on if you're in the state of Massachusetts. And now you're old. Because, what? all your youth has been sucked out of you. Because why? Foolishly, foolishly, you did not understand. In America, as my father told me when I was, when I was a young man, in my teens and 20s, and my, my other caregiver, a Negro male got no business going into that white man's Georgia, that white man's courthouse. He preaches to me, preaches to me all the time. A Negro male has no business going into that white man's, that white man's uh, court. I never did. None of my friends were involved in anything called getting locked up. Because they listened. And all my, all my other caregivers, right, that then I, uh, you know, was blessed to be taught by, all made sure that I understood that. You got no business, Larry, going down, getting in front of that white man's court. Because all the laws, right, policies written through, through them, through their sense of right and wrong, through their vision. And although you got some black judges there now, black courts, black, courts, black, black DAs there now, they, hey, they, they did not write them laws. All they're doing is just regurgitating what's already been written by the white by by the, the white community. And so again, right, all they're actually doing right is being being a surrogate, a surrogate for white supremacy. You giving these guys near prime 20, 30 years, 30, 40, 50 years, and we dropping 50, 70 grand per year per one person. Are you kidding me? And you got a nurse from a, a victim. No, we the victim. Because in any state that you're in. If you buy anything, those are sales tax. A portion of the sales tax. Well, that's part of the portion of your taxes going to support an institution that is totally obsolete. Obsolete. It does nothing for us. Never had, never will. And so today I'm talking about justice because right now, this, 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 this is a farce. You know, you kill a man on TV, right? And now he done raised and his defense fund owed $2 million by white folks. And folks, you see, you see they, all, they, all, they, all, they all want to frame it, right? Whereby their, their mess look better than your mess. See, but he was helping out. You know, he's a good guy. You know, he protected these people. You killed a man. You murdered a man. And the DA there in New York, right, might, might capitulate and do nothing. Again, letting you know, as Ados, that your life has always been worth zero in America. Zero. So why are you, of all the people in this, in this country, I'm just dumbfounded why we want to get out and do anything that's criminal. Given the hate and contempt and disdain that America has always felt towards us, about us, why are we going to go out there and do these things? I don't understand that. But I'll tell you why. Because in these homes, 
A lot of these homes have failed to raise, to nurture, to provide, protect, inspire, okay, create, expose, teach. All these attributes that goes into people who are well-developed, a lot of our homes have failed to function. And they've also failed, right, to understand the importance of what standards. Standards, that's right. Being ashamed. No shame, a lot of these folks, you know. And so now we have a portion of our people who are, run, who are running amok. And most blacks, most adults members who've done a good job raising their kids, right, either they, the kids are separate from your kids or they have moved out. They have moved out. They got none, they got none against black people or like adults. They got something against these people, right, who are just, what, ill-behaving, ill-behaving. And they got no shame. Got no shame. And as a, a, a provider who does in-home support for families, you know, I don't know why any female, any female, want to give somebody who is trying to do crime. I, I don't understand that. Because all the research shows, all the outcomes shows, right, that for your momentary gain or pleasure, you're going to have a lifelong of this contempt. Because these young men, okay, who you, who you have babies by, won't be there. Won't be there. They won't be there to help you. They won't be there, they won't be there to provide for you, protect you, or lead you to a better life. So if, for God's sake, I don't know why black women won't give it to anybody doing crime. Likewise, I don't know why any black male won't give, won't give it any female doing crime. Because you're always going to get the worst in treatment. As though we don't know that. As though that's not written. As though you don't see that. You see guys and women, right, getting a large amount of time in these cages called prison. And for some ungodly reason, right, many of our young people, even our older people in their 20s and 30s, right, still want to go out there and break the white man's law. They know you broke. They know you got no skills. They know you. They know that you're not prepared to be out here. They know that. They know that. I read a stat once that said, if you are a black male, right, who never finished high school, right, by your thirtieth by your thirtieth birthday, seventy percent, seventy percent would have been incarcerated. Anybody listening? <clears throat> they know by research, if you have no high school diploma, okay. By your thirtieth, by your thirtieth birthday, seventy percent, seventy percent. That means if you had a hundred black males in this room, right, seventy of them would have been incarcerated by their thirty thirtieth birthday. This is the most well-resourced country in the world, black people. It's data-driven. It's data-driven. So we already know, right? How many of you are gonna be at that messing up? And your homes are not preventing you or putting you on what I call a different path. And many of you don't have the wisdom and the gall to understand, why am I playing this, this silly game called crowd criminality? Why am, I playing, why am I playing this game that I can't win? Why am I doing this here? Why am I further victimizing myself? And if I had a woman and she got kids by me, I'm not going to be there to provide, do anything for her. Because I'm spending my best years, my prime years, they make sure with black men, your 20s and 30s and 40s will be what? Incarcerated. You're going to spend some time, baby. Yes, indeed. 
So why am I playing a silly, silly game, right, with nowhere to go but down? Anybody listening? Why? And you should ask your sons and daughters, you know, why are you being just so asinine, for lack of a better term? You can't win this here. You ain't going to win this here. And most of you, right, where you're raising the hell at, it's in the hood. It's in the hood. You're doing damage in the hood. And nobody retires from a life of criminal behavior. You know that? There's no, so there's no social, 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 social security. There's no retirement plan. There's no health plan, pension plan. You know, there's no promotion. And so why do so many of our young people in their 20s and 30s, and they start reading it when they're about 14, 15, because why they come out of homes that have failed, I'm going to keep saying that, that I, that I see for the last 20 years, you failed them. Why do I keep playing this here occupation, right, where I got zero chance of winning and call it justice? They call it justice because the environment and condition, they created and they maintain that. They already know that your skill set, your skill set, right, is not conducive to being out here. They already know that. White community already know that. White community already knows that. And so we're going to demonize you and villainize you, all right, whereby you have no compassion when we give you 50 years in jail, you know, 40 years in jail in your prime. And I'm just really uh, undone that folks have not, have not wised up and say, you know something? I'm going to stop this foolishness. I'm going to stop this foolishness here. I'm not giving the state now one more, one more day of my time because I get nothing out of the deal. Absolutely positive nothing. That ain't justice. It's just a fool being locked up. It's already a fool being locked up. And the research shows, right, that the biggest benefit from this whole prison explosion is, is jobs. It creates jobs. There are communities, right, who will be vying, bidding for, 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 these, for these prisons, for these prison systems. God, it, it creates jobs. And, and, and just keep it in mind now. You do your own research on it, right? Go to any platform, punch in what your state spend, right, on average for incarceration. And you see staggering. That's just for one person. Anybody listening? Just for one person. So we get none of that deal. As a taxpayer, we get nothing out this deal whatsoever. And why so many of our people want to keep running this race that goes nowhere? I can't fathom. And the, and the sad thing about this here, right, they have children. The vast majority of these young men and women have children. And so they are passing, right, that despicable, deplorable trait onto their kids. And so the venom never ceases. The carnage never ceases because it becomes generational. And so they call it justice I call it foolishness because it allows them reason to want to lock you up. Everything in America has always been centered about the black male. How do we control this here creature? How do we control and make sure he's, he's off balance? We make sure he gets no contract, no city, state, federal, or private contract, okay? We make sure he don't get any, any of the craft, you know, or the union job. We make sure that. We make sure he don't get anything, right, that's called decent wage wages. We make sure that. We make sure he's stuck in the ghetto or the, or the hood, as they, or they call it in the hood, right? 
so he don't see much, you know? And we make sure, right, that all he's got at his disposal is a life of crime. And foolishly, right, we have developed this here attitude, right? I got to do what a man got to do. I got to do what a man got to do. And if getting you behind locked up, if getting you behind putting these cages called prison for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, right, you're foolish. You're just downright foolish. That's all, that's all I can say. And for the women who get involved with you, they, they, they're foolish too. Just foolish. And you have children for the most part, right, that does not fare well or turn out well. And so what you got, you got another, you got a never-ending cycle of what? Incarceration. Some folks call it, with the book that, that, that came out, she called it the, the school to prison pipeline. No, 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 wrong, baby, wrong. Mm-mm. It should be the home to school prison pipeline, not the school. Because by the time you get in school, he's, he's already failing. She's already failing. They don't know how to count to 100, many of them. Their colors, shapes, all right? Many can't read, okay? The things that they should be able to do, right? They can't. Many can stop, cannot self, self-regulate their emotion. They're staying up to 1, 2 o'clock in the morning watching WWW Smackdown, you know? So they come out already <clears throat> on the path to life of incarceration or crime because they can't afford to be out here. And so what they call justice is really a setup for the poor. Is a pole. And why would a kid want to do want to do carjacking? You know, fellas, they are giving away cars. If you got any kind of job, you can get a car. Okay? You might pay a high interest rate, but you got any kind of job, you can, you can, you can get, get a car. Why would anybody want to do 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 smash and grab? Smash and grab. That's what, that's what pole folks do. Okay? Everybody know who's doing it, pole people. Smashing and grabbing. You know, you call you call it a hustle. And now everything is what is on camera. Everything you do is on camera. Everything. Think about that. They got cameras on every stoplight, on every street corner, just about these cities. <clears throat> so you know who's coming, when you're going, when you're leaving. But many of our young people and some adults don't, don't seem to get it. Don't seem to understand that in these cities right now, Everything is wired with videos, videos. So somebody going to see you. They're going to recognize your car, recognize you, because why are you playing a game that you just can't win? And for the life of me, it was really so what, so what uh, daunting for me is that these kids, these young folks have babies. They're having kids. And these young folks are seeing that despicable, deplorable, Personality. That's what, that's what I'm, I'm going to call it. Despicable and deplorable. And they're not being prepared to go into K, K-1 or first grade. And you're blaming teachers for what you're saying. Let me, let me say this. Let me say this. Make it loud and clear. Make it loud and clear. A school system reflects what the home sent it. I'll say it again. A school system reflects what the home has sent it. If you have not invested in your child, all right, because you are the first teacher. You are mom and dad. If you're not putting no time into this kid trying to learn a certain skill set, you know, how to resolve anger, right, how to play peacefully, you know, how to be cordial, be civil, all right, how to read, okay, the love, 
of learning. Okay, if you have not done these things, right? So imagine a classroom with 20 kids in them. I know that I've seen it firsthand going to, going to, going to school to, to check on my kid. So the 20 kids, you may have eight or 10, right, who have not been properly socialized. So there's nothing innately wrong with their psychology. There's nothing innately wrong with their blackness. You ain't done your job. And that's it. You ain't done your job. And then, this, this I know for a fact also, teachers in the homework home, right, it don't come back. It don't come back. And if it does, right, it's not probably done. And the reason why it is, neighbor, all right, this cycle, because just 10 years ago, they had you in that class. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 years ago, 15 years ago, they had you in that class. So they didn't do much for you because your home didn't do much for you. So now it's just a cycle. So now they got your son and daughter in there. And so now you're going to blame the post-school system and the post-teachers, right? All right about the product that you sent it. And the truth of the matter is, right, they was never prepared to be students to, students to, begin, to begin with. There's nothing innately wrong with them, nothing wrong with their psychology, their biology. <clears throat> that moment, you just fail your job. You just fail to do your job. And so now you, you're trying to say, you know, it's your job to teach them, but it's your job to prepare them. It's your job to give them a foundation. And you fail. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to the one and only WBCA 102.9 FM. WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of the show from the trenches. Observation, trenches, observation, trenches. And I speak here every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Just about what I'm saying out here. And again, I don't denigrate no group. Not, getting no group, not against any group. My focus and interest is on my group, Ados. American descendants of slaves, the reason being, nobody is worse off than us. Even the folks at the border, you see at the border, right? They came here on their own. They came on their own. We've been here for 400 years fighting the same fight of white racism. And now many have, many have become their own worst enemy since King was murdered. Many have become their own worst enemy. So again, we're talking about justice. Because they all, all they want to do is lock you up. All they do is show what repeat of you knocking somebody down, shooting somebody, right, stabbing somebody, running somebody over, murdering somebody, raping somebody, okay, strangling somebody. So it, it's any one of the most of Americans are petrified. Petrified. So I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. There's more to come. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. 
It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. And if there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. My dad wasn't around, and I remember riding a bike and falling off and cutting myself, and me never would just want to get back on it. People ask, how your children learn how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I didn't teach them. I just created an environment where they taught themselves, and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I'm back, Boston. Again, you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM. I'm your, I'm your host, host, Larry Higginbottom. Me and my show is from the trenches, baby. Observation, 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 the trenches, from the trenches. We're talking about justice. Justice, 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 justice. Everybody wants justice. Lock them up, lock them up, lock them up. And everybody's seen to get justice but us. And for some godly reason, we are determined to be put in cages. We're determined not to understand that if we don't take time, all right, to prepare ourselves, prepare our kids and ourselves out here in America, right? Not gonna do well. A man by nature is a provider. He's gonna do it either legally or illegally. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna do something, okay? He's not just gonna go, right, unfulfilled. And America knew that these ghettos that they, 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 they created. No opportunity to share the wealth. No city contracts, state contracts, federal contracts, private contracts. No, can't do, can't get that. None of the trades. Can't get in that. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, can't get in that. Nothing with, nothing with high income. Nope. Crafts. Nope, can't do that. Nope, 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 nope. But we're going to make sure there's, there's plenty of vice and crime. Vice and crime will be your occupation. Because the name of the game, right, is how do you keep these black males, right, off balance? Because nobody wants to compete in America with you, with us. So you make sure, right, that many will act in their own demise by doing things that being called criminal. And now we will have justice. And like I said before, these folks who be there hollering about crime, 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 don't even live there. They don't live there. But their job, right, is to keep spiking, you know, stoking the fire. But by lock them up. We got to lock them up now. Got to lock them up. That's the only thing we can do with them. Lock them up. Lock them up. And so they repeatedly show these, 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 these scenes of crime where you attack a woman in the subway viciously. You push somebody into the subway and they got killed. Or you stab somebody in the neck in the subway. Or you shot somebody in a carjack. 
So again, who is being seen here? You black man, you black woman. Because you have not realized in America, let's tell it like it is now, we cared more about her than she cared about us, even, even today. It's my belief in coming to come no conclusion. And if you're not being raised, right, as I have, I'm blessed to be raised by folks who was born in 1900, 1910, 1920, 1930, 1940. I was born in 53. And they saw America for what she is then and now. And they made sure, we was Negroes, we knew about white people, about white racism. We knew about that. And it was not just down in the South. When we came here to Boston in 63, there's a certain part of the city that you could not go to. You could not go to a certain part of Dorchester, High Park, Rosendale, West Roxbury, Reedville. Huh. Are you kidding me? Huh. If you did, had a price to pay. You could not get housing out there. Even if you had a half job, excuse my language, you, you couldn't. So they always kept them in the same pot. Same pot. Destitute. Okay. Low income, etc. And so, do not be deceived that it's only a, a southern uh, dilemma or this hatred. And we knew, right, that you live in Roxbury, you don't get you out of here. Our school was segregated. That's right. Because during white flight, they took off, they took off and ran and made sure that we couldn't come. Our parents could not get those jobs, right, that, that, allowed, that, 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 that would allow them to live in Quincy, right, Weston, Canton, Sharon. So you got stuck in the ghetto with no opportunity, no skill. And so they're going to give you the heavy dose of blue. Blue, 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 blue. Justice, baby, justice. And what's really so daunting for me out here in the trenches, right, to see so many still playing the same dumb games you can't win. You can't win. But you're hell-bent on going that, going that way to just say, hey, you know, I might not know how to read, but I'm going to take time to learn. Because all life requires you to be able to read and to comprehend everything in life. So, again, of all the skill sets your kid, your child needs, reading and comprehension is the most important. Because all learning involves reading and comprehension. And many, 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 many parents have failed in that endeavor. That's right. That I see firsthand out of the trenches. But no one want to want to put a spotlight on where it all starts at. Everything I come to believe in these last 20 years out of the trenches, right, all starts in that house. It all starts in that house. All. That spirit of discontent, you know, frustrated, angry, upset, all starts in that house. How you're raising your kids, what you're exposing them to, how you're treating them, talking to them, you know, even disciplining them. Because, you know, we need discipline now. But is, is it the harsh kind where you, you see folks cussing kids out that I've seen? Some some of the families I've been in, they talk more harshly to their kids than they would to, to, to a total stranger. So I'm thinking about that now. And so, again, only, you only got so many years to treat them like that or treat her like that. Because she said she started at 14, 15, she'll start to push back. And all the... Uh, Curse word you told her, 
all the profanity that you 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 you, you hurled at her, she gonna start now to give you a taste of your own medicine. You're not gonna like it because it's disrespectful to you, but also disrespectful to them when you did it. And so we are creating, right? I believe we have, we have created, I should say, just a group of folks, right, who just misbehaving, just misbehaving, and the prison industrial complex shows that. The only, the only solution that white folks have is locking you up. Not sharing the wealth with you. They won't share the wealth. The only time I share the wealth with you is if you can sing, rapper, dunk that ball, shoot that ball, kick that ball, right? Then they'll pay you big money in sports entertainment. They'll pay you that. Because why? Entertain us. Entertain us. Entertain us. Okay. But, you know, you can make big money. Like I said before, there's a very small percentage of black people who are entertainers. And it's somewhat ironic that we are totally fed a diet of celebrity-itis and athlete-itis. You know, and 99.9% .9 of you will never, you will never make, that, make that that feel. That's right. 99.9% would never make a dollar playing sports, singing or dancing or acting. But so many of our young folks are pursuing the occupation. I call it high risk because it's very unlikely you're ever going to succeed and get there. Yes, indeed. So all you get is a heavy, heavy dose of justice. What you see on TV is that black life is not worth much. It can be taken and then justified and rationalized why it was taken. That young man who was killed on that team, that's murder. A lot of the, the police, police shootings, that's murder. But if you go and shoot Willie or Shay Shay and Ray Ray, you're getting 30, 40 years in your prime. That's justice. And as the late Richard Pryor says, right, yeah, justice means just us. Just us. You go down there, it's just you. Because your mama got no resources, got no social capital. Don't, she, don't, she don't know these people down there. When you when you when you going down to that courthouse, and why are you so hell bent on going down there? Beyond me, I don't understand it. And when you don't see friends, friends and family, right? You saw what happened to them. You saw you saw you saw the consequences. You don't give don't give them that one day, or six months, five years, ten years, twenty years in your prime. Come on now. And we still run the game that hey, we, we definitely cannot win because why? It's not our system. The laws, the government of America, right, was not provided or written by us. Even those who work in, in, in the so-called justice system, they're just regurgitating what's already been written by white people. They didn't name me white males. So he got a black robe on, he ain't wrote nothing. Or I can say, well, the law says I got to give you uh, 10 offenses, 10 offenses. And those 10 offenses carry 10 years. You know, or well, the law said I gotta give you uh, five five counts, and these count carry ten years. He ain't wrote nothing. She ain't wrote nothing. You know, it's just sitting there, and nobody has done more harm to us than the criminal justice system since the '60s. It has been used to replace the KKK, in my mind, before I'm concerned, and it's to a keep you in check and terrorize you, and then you do something wrong, right? You know. You're you, you going to get the worst of the worst. So my suggestion to you, Ado, 
Stop it, please. For your sake. For your kids' sake. Why? Most of y'all got children. Most of y'all got kids running around there. And it's it's embarrassing, I believe. Have yeah, my son come to the prison to see me. Or my daughter come to come to see me. I'm in a cage. Like 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 some locked up animal. That'll be that'll be shameful. But I'm saying, baby, I love you. You my life, you my world. Are you kidding me? And for you women, why are you mess with guys, right, who are doing criminal behavior? You already know the outcome. If you don't know, let me tell you. I got friends who are police, police officers, right? Black, black guy. He said, Larry, you know, we know what they do. And when we, when we, when we, when we, when we ready for them, when we, when we ready for them, we'll come for them. We know what they're doing. Because they know you're not doing things legal to make that money. They, they know that. They already know that. And the longer you stay into the crime game, right, the higher the odds goes up that you're going to be incarcerated for a long period of time. And remember now, in here in Massachusetts, it's $60,000 plus per year for one person. $60,000 per for one person. Now, I should let you know, you're worth more valuable being in a cage than being out here doing work for yourself and your family. Because why? Then you can prosper. You can share the wealth, lead the wealth. You can be positive in your, in, inside your community. But inside that cage, right, you can't do nothing. You can't do nothing but wait and hope, hope that you make it out. And so I say to my people, it's time to stop being silly. Because justice is not for us, baby. As my father, my mother, and everybody told me as a young man, you ain't got no business going down there in front of that white man's that white man judge. No business. Because they, got, because they got black people down there now, there's no difference. Why? Those laws are written by white people, not us. Not us. And all they're doing is just, just what, regurgitating his thought, what he want to see. And if they don't, they put him out. So I recommend to you, do yourself a favor and decide that, hey, I'm going I'm to make some changes. Because nobody's coming to save you, baby. Nobody's coming to save you. They didn't come for me. They won't come for you. This is just, 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 just the honest truth about it. You know, they ain't coming for it. Never have, never will. And so, you see what happened to the, to the, to the police, police lady, white lady, who shot the guy a couple years ago. You know, she's a police, police officer. He told him to give her 18 months. 18 months. 18 months. Are you kidding me? 18 months. That means life ain't worth nothing. And she'd probably get it too. She'd probably get it. And I'll I come, I come to this conclusion. Just, just my belief. Come, come to your own conclusion. Mm. I don't think white folks should really be policing us because of the history and the relationship the last 40 plus years. I don't think that they should be policing us. I really don't. I just really don't. It's, it's my belief. Because nothing good ever comes of it with us. Because of the history and the relationship that's built on, you know, you're always going to get the worst. The worst of the deal. It's my belief. You can come to your own conclusion. So that's why I don't go down there. I make sure, as a young man, and now as a senior citizen, yep, I'll be 70 in August, thank God, you know, I don't go down at that white man's court. 
I'm left. I'm going down to take, take care of legal business. I did not go down there to involve nothing, nothing criminal. Because I know, with my luck, mm, don't look good for Larry. And for what I'm seeing for most of you guys, right, it don't look, don't look good for you guys. You go to any court, or what you see, poor folks. Mostly poor black males standing there. And so it's been that way for the last 50 years since King was murdered. Now you throw, throw some Spanish-speaking people, you know. For the most part, it's been us sitting down there. And now you must put yourself at the mercy of the judge. At the mercy of the judge. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Most of most most ridiculous thing I ever heard in my life. Now you want some some mercy. Well, you ain't getting it. You're not getting it. And most of today's black American politicians, they might be nice people. Sure, they are nice people, but they can do nothing for us. They can do nothing for us. Our, our, our entertainers, likewise. Because why? They don't make laws. They don't make policies. They don't make laws. So again, you shouldn't be going down there. It's one thing I came to realize, too, about this whole system called democracy and uh, politics. We should not have came down this road, reason being, that was here. In every chamber in, in this country, be it city, state, or federal, be it city hall, state house, or, or even Congress, you got more you got more Caucasians sitting there than us. And now throw into the next last 20, 30 years, all these, all these immigrants of color. So for you to bring a bill, right, that might benefit us, even if you got, even if you got the data to prove it, right, the research is research to prove it, why this bill should be passed to help, to help aid us, because it's one man, one vote, right? If you can't vote, get them to vote on your ordinance, right, it can't pass. That's why I, I come to realize politics, right, was a no-brainer. No-brainer. Because in all these chambers, what you got? More Caucasian, and now all these folks of color sitting there. And these folks of color, right, our lineage is different than theirs. Our culture is different from theirs. They came here, right? So our issues ain't the same. So look for them to uh, be down with you because of black skin and speak English, right? It's foolishness. It's just foolish because they're not us and we're not them. So you can't really use politics to do anything for us. You can't, you can't use it. And so my only solution, you know, is you got to make sure you understand the rules of engagement out here. You must be highly skilled. You must have high-income skills to be comfortable. <clears throat> you must stay out of these things called courthouses, anything criminal, right? Don't, don't, don't go down there. And you realize, right, that even if you got a black politician down there, right, all they are is adding melanin to the photo shoot in City Hall. They can do nothing for you and me, nothing. And the reason being, they cannot bring an ordinance to the chamber that's going to pass. Because why? It's still vote. It's still what? One person, one vote. So even politics is useless. It's useless to us. It's my belief. You, you, you come to your own conclusion. They're gonna, they ain't going to do nothing for us. So the best advice I got to tell all, all you people, all my people, you know, don't go down there. Because justice ain't for us. And you ain't getting no justice down there. Okay. And if you know you ain't getting no justice, why go down there? 
If I go down there, you think I'm lying, you go to any court, any court here in Massachusetts, anywhere, anywhere, walk in there and see. See what you see. Poor black males and black women, right, looking all pitiful, you know, because they know that the mercy of that judge, they got no connection, they got no wealth, they got no one that's going to lobby for them because you did not realize where you were. In my, in my, in my humble, 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 humble opinion. And so now you got to pay the ultimate, ultimate price of having all your youth taken from you. You sit in a cage during your 20s and 30s and 40s. And we the taxpayers. Well, I said, I don't want to pay for you. I, I did not want to drop 60 grand a year, keep you in a cage locked up. You ain't, you ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. And I think when America started to wake up and realize what we're spending, right, and what we're getting, Nothing. We get nothing out of this deal. Nothing. And when you come back, where you, where you come back to? The hood. With us. Now you're homeless. All right? You got no credible skills. You got no meaningful employment. And so now you're out there begging with a cup in the can because you didn't realize where you were. You didn't, you didn't realize it. And when folks try to tell you, you didn't listen to them. I'm sure many folks told you, told our young people, right? You shouldn't do that. I don't look good for the home team. But you was hell-bent on doing that. Hell-bent on doing it. And so now all you get is so-called justice. When they justify, justify taking all your youth from you. And you get no return for it. Because say... It does not create a pension plan for you, health plan for you, right? You get no retirement. You know, you get nothing. And all you got to show for it is nothing. So it's time for us to stop playing this nonsense called justice and stay out of harm's way. That's about the best I can say to you because uh, you ain't winning this here. And for the ladies, I don't know why in God's name you you, you would choose to be involved with a criminal. I, just, I, don't, I don't get it. Oh, a bad boy. Oh, a bad boy. What happened to him? What happened to all of them? All of them ended up being a punching bag for the state. All of them. As if they live. Because some of them might end up getting murdered by other bad boys or crippled, Right? or paralyzed by other bad boys. And nothing meaningful comes of this activity. But you got Jesse now. We've got a case for you. we got a case with your name on it. So you can keep running around being foolish if you want to, you know. But I'm here to tell you, right, it don't look good for the home team at all. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708. 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.